Hulk Shoes. Recorded live. Hey, Channing. Yeah. Tell me about that uh, flame retardant uh, toxins that they're putting in uh, the food there. Yeah, well, ramen noodle soup used to be just poison ramen noodle soup, regular poison ramen noodle soup, but, you know, just with the, you know, the... uh, the fake noodles or whatever. Is That's it, why people. Is it? So, did they improve the poison? Is it a better, a new, improved poison now? It's improved poison uh, ramen noodle soup now. Yeah, the uh, it not only just doesn't digest in your 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 body like McDonald's, but it now it's um, well now you can uh, spontaneously combust now. Uh, who knows? You know, if we ever get hit with uh, what is it uh, re- um. Is it the sixth seal, where the uh, where the angel pours out the sun on mankind, uh, and mankind refuses to repent, and uh, we get burned by the sun? Well, I mean that would just make it much more easier with uh, flammable combustion uh, TBHQ uh, layer <laughs> fluid inside of us, you know? So these people were they're, they're they're prepping everybody to combust more easily. Well, yes, 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 that's what I'm saying, because Unsolved Mysteries had an episode a long time ago, Unsolved Mysteries, I'm sure you've heard of Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries had an episode on mysterious, flammable combustion people where they just, you know, uh, flammably combust uh, and, you know, they 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 melt and they, right. they, 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 they get on fire and they melt and they could be in a sofa chair and that sofa chair won't start on fire, it's just them. It's so weird, and 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 unsolved mysteries talk about how it would, it happened all in this part of the world, that's part of the world, and these different t- parts in history and time and places and stuff. Okay, now I want you to stop and think about something, okay? And um, why are they putting TBHQ? TBHQ is lighter fluid. In, You're talking in, in about practice. spontaneous. They're putting it in cheeses. Hold on. You said something profound there, but you didn't realize it. Okay, so you've got someone who turns into a pile of ashes or whatever. He's sitting in a couch, and they call it spontaneous human combustion. And they have these different theories about how this happened. But stop and think about it. How in the heck can this guy burn up, but the couch not? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? They're telling you something. It's a nod, nod, wink, wink. Now, I've talked about Tier 2 propaganda, and... I used to believe a story that I believe they, came from a think tank. They say this goes back really far, though. I, I, that there was like a spontaneous, you know, I, I, humans are electrical beings, and for some complex number of factors, there will be an excessive uh, degree of the ethers accumulating in a human being, and they can't oh. handle it. Yeah. And now, there's some evidence for this because... Um, Certain things that are similar to this happen with uh, excessive uh, what we'll call kundalini. I mean, there's there's historical evidence for this. Okay, so this is the theory that I used to. I you know I bought this hook, line, sinker for years, but I believe I concluded a while ago, uh, maybe a few years ago, that this is propaganda that's that's created by them to cover up what they're really doing. And what they're doing, they're using highly advanced, like, maser weapons to cook people. Now, I want you to stop and think about this, okay? Without they, burning... Just, i, I got to keep going. Now, listen to this. They've got these weapons, 
they are able to turn to to cook somebody and turn them into a pile of ashes. I've talked about on my own show Without how me. there was a British researcher that was um, exposing all this high tech stuff they were using on the Branch Davidian compound. Now I can't prove this; nobody else can. But supposedly they uh, they attacked this guy when he was on his toilet and they turned him into a pile of ashes. But let's set that story aside. The fact is. There's no question they have this technology. They've got taser, they've got maser technology. They can cook you, they can, tur- they can disassemble you. You don't have to be a pile of ashes. So now, this is very important. Now, just, hear me out, okay? You've got to get to the point where you know they have this technology. They've got it. They've got stuff like this, okay? Now, once you realize that they have it, then you've got to understand they're going to use it. So now the light goes on your head and go, oh, my God, they're using this stuff. Now look around and all of a sudden insert this story about spontaneous human combustion. I'm telling you flat out, they're going to use this technology. I talk, you know, I talk about the boys with the big toys. They're going to use it. They are using it. And there's evidence that they've used it. And they're going to create cover stories. And, you know, like on Discover Channel, History Channel, oh, it'll be a great mystery but stop and think about one thing now, and you know you're going to be lying to. This kind of technology, they could destroy a human without burning the couch. But if it's something that's more spontaneous, it's not technology, the couch should go up with it. And this is telling you that it's technology. You see that? Are you still with me? What the heck happened to you, man? What'd you do? Get... I'm here. I'm here, Dave. Where, where did Channing go, man? I'm, I'm here. Oh, what'd you do? Fall asleep during all that? No. No. I... Does that make sense to you that the, um, see, if it's technology, that would make sense why the couch is not burned. It's very selective. Um, because they sorry. can they can actually use that technology, which is so highly advanced, to actually zero in on, on a particular frequency, an energy signature, which the human has, but the couch doesn't, and the couch gets off scot free, undamaged, uh, is, you know, I mean, slightly damaged or whatever. <laughs> if it's a, if it's a natural phenomena, see, if it's the ethers or something like that, it's going to consume the couch as well. Even if it's not the couch that is the source of it, it's still going to burn the couch. Okay, but we still never touch base on why would they put uh, flammable uh, chemical TBHQ, which is it's it's a um, it's an all what do you call it like like BPA is a it's a mimicker it's it's a flame flammable mimicker chemical it's a chemical mimicker a flammable chemical mimicker. Yeah. Can, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with spontaneous combustion. I think that we're just joking around there. Um, Why but, would they put that in, you know, because obviously... Uh, they do it for the same reason that they put rat poison in your body. They oh, uh, they despise us so greatly. Um, these guys are psychopaths. They get uh, they get their jollies out of poisoning us. No, no, no. There's got to be a reason or intent behind that specific... Uh, well, there it, is. Um, what's actually going on is that there's a place called Subterranea, and that's uh, where the true civilization that rules the earth right underneath your feet. And what they have there 
is a massive slave class. It's so big that it's boggle your mind, okay? This is where the slaves are. And what they do is they experiment on these people, these subhumans, uh, in great detail, and that's where they work all this stuff out. When the are FDA you talking comes, about dull space? No. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. This is a highly advanced civilization. A lot of the stuff that they say about Dulcet, it's not even true. They just, I mean, it exists, but they, they're not going to tell you the truth about what's down there. They're going to create stories of people who are down there and trying to expose the truth. As soon as you hear that stuff, you just roll your eyes and walk away. Some of it will be true. It's a mixture of truth and error. You You're not going to get the truth. A half, uh, do you believe that they have a half horse, half human, like like back in the old mythical logical days? Uh, what you can know for sure is they have every single freak that the mind can conceive and even more that these psycho- psychopaths can create because that's that's the way they do things. So you just let your mind run wild. And you know when you're a little kid, did you ever play with these little uh, teeter toys where you take all the different parts and insert them in this way and build all this stuff? Yeah. The reason uh, do, why that, I, yeah. do that with uh, monsters. They have every conceivable monster the mind can imagine. The reason why I do, uh, the reason why I ask that is because they have uh, these hot, these new high heels for for the ladies that is horse hoops. So it's almost like indo- <laughs> it's almost like indoctrinating the, yeah. the, the women into the sentient uh, getting getting it on with a sentient being. Is that what they are, sentient? Uh, is that what they, is that what they're called? The the half horse, half man, sentinels. Uh, you talking about a satyr? Okay, I said it wrong. It's not sentinels. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm satyr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny how you never see female satyrs. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. Uh, you do see. Uh, they do have mer uh, mermen. You know, there's not just mermaids, but um, but a a a siren is always a female. And do you, you know, know they have? Did you know they have sirens in the Book of Enoch? Did you know that? No. Yeah. Well, okay. The women that um that that you know that mated with the uh, the fallen angels uh, when they were judged, uh, they became sirens. That's what the Bible said. I mean. Not what the Bible says. The Book of Enoch says. What's a siren like? Like like a woo 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 siren? Um, the classical uh, version of a siren is um, these women that would appear on these rocks, and they were naked, and they would uh, they were very alluring. I mean, they would use uh, arm movements, and you know, kind of call out to the sailors, oh, and basically sedu- sedu- they would seduce them. And and the sailors would like come under or maybe a spell or something like that, and they would crash into the rocks and die. Sink. Yeah, I, I've heard that that's the story of Starbucks logo. Uh, well, there's no question that Starbucks logo uh, is this goddess figure that we talk about over and over again. That that's a fascinating subject. And what you need to do is go to Google Images and and look at how that um, that image has changed because at first it was very highly sexual and they toned it down. Uh, her legs are splayed. Wow. 
And it's the star of Ishtar. It's the same old thing over again. It's the same. Just on this previous show, you know, that I did with you tonight. I mean, what they're doing, they put goddess imagery. They surround you with it. It's it's all over the place. It doesn't look like goddess imagery. Okay, just like there's satanic imagery all around you. I mean, you look at uh, Channel Seven, CBS. That's an Illuminati eye. And then you you go to you turn to channel <laughs> channel five, and they have um, an esoteric symbol for uh, for Satan. Yeah. With you know the peacock. Yeah. Yeah, that's an ancient term for Satan. <clears throat> oh. uh, it's stylized now. You don't really see the peacock anymore. Um, the, the, the peacock was obvious back in like the '60s. And now it's just more kind of a, like a spectrum of color. Not so yeah. obvious anymore. But it's satanic imagery all around us, and um, they don't do anything to really tell you that this has to do with a goddess. They always stop short. They don't want you to know. That's what I was saying. They're always stopping short over and over. They're they're protecting her because she's sacred. So well, I think I, I think that this I think this imagery is directed at the subconscious mind. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what you did when it came to uh, uh, writing down uh, when you watched the uh, the V series. Um, I, I got it, the whole I got the whole episode. I got notes written on it. Crypto. It's a it's a it's a female queen that uh comes to the earth. Absolutely, uh, okay. So what I've been talking about on the show is how there's there's evidence all over the place that there's a there's a matriarchy that's ruling and there you go again. Why did they choose um you know, you got the Queen Bee there in the V series basically. She's running the show. That's the goddess figure again. They're telling you. Well she's waiting for the other colony to, to come. Uh, I don't, I don't recall that myself. But that's the that's the ending episode, and they cut it short, and it's so. Oh, did you watch all of them? It's yeah, it's such a tease because it's only two seasons, yeah. and and the way they end it is just she, she has this blissing power where she can bliss people, and um, she just bliss, she gets on the um the hologram of uh, video screen underneath the UFO and just starts blissing everybody. I think it was either her or the little girl that she had, and and they just start blissing everybody. You, you know are what you, I mean? Are you talking about putting them in a state of bliss? Yes, yes. Like ecstasy? Blissing them. Okay. She blisses them, and and everybody's in a trance, and then all of a sudden the, uh, the UFOs uh, come to the scene, and some of them are... Are survivors of the bliss, and most of them are just frozen in bliss. I'm like, and it just ends that way. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And then, wait, no, yeah, it, 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 no, they, did that, they did that deliberately. That was not a mistake. They did that for a reason. Now, you, you know, just because you can't understand the reason, that doesn't mean they didn't do that deliberately. They they make it look like, oh, this, you know, we wanted to do this, we wanted to do that. No. No, I'm not buying it. Um, that can happen with some shows that are supposedly "quote unquote" underfunded, but that not that show. The agenda for that show was too important. 
if I still if I knew about that show in two thousand nine and didn't find out about it later on, in two thousand nine I would have protested and made petitions to have that show keep running or whatever. Because really that show people talk about how the original V series was better, but I thought it was really, 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 really good, you know? Mm-hmm. It it just it, it captivated me with like suspense. Mm-hmm. You know? Are you calling on in on a cell phone? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't. Your sound quality is not as good. Yeah. Well, uh, TalkShoe does have better sound quality than BlogTalk. You you think so? Yeah. I've also wondered if it's improved somewhat. It seems like it used to be inferior, but maybe that's just because they used to use cell phones a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I'm making uh, macaroni and cheese with uh, wick brick cheese. Wick brick? What the heck is that? Wick is uh, w- women's, uh, you know, the, the the kind of uh, like type of food stamp checks for for women that are pregnant. It's um, you know, you get your your milk and your your eggs and your baby food and stuff. Oh, you're kidding me! So it's not a brand name, huh? No, it's a brand name. It's Kraft. Uh, some oh. sometimes it's store brand, Food Lion, okay. or whatever. And uh, it's it's just a big brick, one pound brick of cheese. And, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Making macaroni and cheese with it. Huh. But uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's uh, you know, I imagine that stuff probably doesn't leave the body. <laughs> it probably doesn't. What'd you say? I said, this stuff probably doesn't leave the body once it uh, enters. What that stuff is going to do is form a big lump in your colon that will slowly move through it, like meat. It's like, um, Dave, can you think of a great way to get constipated? I really want to get constipated. And I'll say, <laughs> tell you what, have some macaroni and cheese, and then <laughs> shred a bunch of uh, extra cheese and put it on top of it. Because... Um, Cheese is something that the body does not digest well. It forms globs in your colon that just sit in there and stagnate. I hate to tell you that. But um, But it's not like cheese is not meant for human consumption, right? um, The modern cheese is largely undigestible. Um, Uh You know, I mean, it's a milk product. Milk is undigestible, you see. What? It's well, it's 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 pasteurized, and so well, all, the, I, all the enzymes are destroyed. Well, I find that veganism is kind of a little extreme, you know. And secondly, uh, man is not designed to uh, consume cow milk. The Israelites didn't consume cow milk; they uh, got milk from goats and sheep. Well, then, what do you call the land of milk and honey? Yeah, see, that's the thing, is that uh, I just looked at the scripture yesterday and uh, reminded myself that, yeah, I mean, milk is something that's valuable in scripture, and it's so valuable that it's actually one of the terms for the, you know, the uh, the promised land or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not cow milk. See, everything they, everything they give us is inferior. If you look at the staple foods, you know, potatoes, rice, beans, uh, you know, soy, corn, everything, 
Well, there's a simple way to say that. What you're eating in the ancient world, uh, this was um, food for um, barnyard animals, and that's a fact. That's what they're feeding us. And the reason this is happening is because we're under a curse. You've got to fit God in this whole thing. It's the same reason why we're being sprayed by chemtrails. Did you know that there's a prophecy in the Bible uh, where God says that these people are not going, they're going to rebel and break my covenant before they even went into the promised land? He already said that so this is not going to work. And he said, I'm, I'm gonna, he said, I'm going to curse them before it even happened. <laughs> you probably don't believe this is in the Bible. But if more people had chemtrail busters, if, if more people had chemtrail busters, there wouldn't be any more chemtrails. No. People need Oregon chemtrail busters. Johnny's talking about creating a small uh, chem buster uh, to put in my bike bag. Uh, so Because when I go out on, on these... Uh, what? Okay, I... Uh, I lived in this t- a college town called Parkland. It's a suburb of uh, Tacoma. And uh, they have this valley to the east of it called Puyallup. And it's 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 a river valley. It's very fertile. And they have all these farms there. And, you know, I lived in this house for like 20 years. And you would look out towards the east, and there was always like these chemtrails there, even if we didn't have them over our, over our skies. They were just bombarding this fertile river valley where they're growing all this food. It's obvious what they're doing. They're hitting the food supply. You know what I mean? And uh, they've been doing this ever since 1997. So, um, unfortunately, when I go on a bike ride, I go down into the valley because they have this bike trail, and it goes all the way up to Mount Rainier, or almost all the way, yeah. And so, but they're spraying... These elongated chemtrails along the length of the river valley, and you go down there, and you just get like just wiped out. I mean, I, I'm re- I'm recovering from last Friday's bike ride, man. Whatever they put in that chemtrail, it, it's just it's unbelievable, man. I came across. Are, are they spraying Agent Orange? I came across. Um, are they spraying black chemtrails? Uh, those are rare. Uh, they. Um, I came across someone on 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 Facebook about. How he, he, I don't know, I just came across him. And, and he, he said that he has a good, well-paying job where they're paying him to uh, re-edit uh, old films and put chemtrails in them. You want to run that by me again? <laughs> There's a guy that used to work as a chemtrail air plot pilot that I came across on Facebook. Okay. I, I don't know how I came to... across him. I forgot how I came across him, but he used to be a chemtrail pilot. Then he stopped doing it. Now he's working a position where he's getting paid good money to re-edit old Hollywood films and add his editing of video skills in these old movies and add chemtrails to them when there's a plane in the movie to add a chemtrail behind that plane. Not a contrail, but a chemtrail. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah. going to ask a dumb question. Uh, what would be the purpose of doing that? Uh, to, to, to indoctrinate people that they have always been around. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, that's no, we don't. That's the only box. 
What is it? What stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be right back. Be right back. Layla sure is staying up late. Oh, he's leaving the uh, the phone. What are we doing here? <sighs> Let's see. Well, Dave got a new computer today. Want to talk about that? <laughs> and uh, it has a pixel problem on the. Uh, it's just a straight line. Other than that, it's uh, perfectly fine. It just—it smells like a new computer. I think it might be like three years old, though. But it just—it had that new computer smell to it. So I don't—I don't. Nobody has ever used this thing. So, yeah. so that's kind of nice. Um, it's Windows Seven. Can't believe all this—the things that this computer is doing. It's just like so automated, you know. It, um, you know, the way it troubleshoots and things like that, you know. Pretty amazing. <clears throat> uh, but that's the level of technology that most people are listening to this uh, have already experienced, but I haven't. I was running on XP. So, I mean, um, sometimes it looks like God doesn't help Dave, but uh, God does help Dave because... Um, There's a guy in Florida that sent me a computer, and uh, he hadn't quite mailed it yet. And uh, I got three computers here, and uh, one of them already couldn't connect to the Internet, and then the other two went down after he said he was going to send me this computer. Now, what's the odds of that, you see? In other words, God was sustaining these computers the whole time. And apparently God wanted me me to be without a computer for like a couple of days, you know, like take a fast. You need to fast from technology, man. And it's perfect timing. It just shows you the sovereignty of God right there. It's, and God doesn't help Dave. Okay. Another time I had this uh, laptop that laid around for years. I tried to get a guy to... Uh, figure out how to connect it to the Internet. It had never been connected to the Internet. Uh, it wasn't mine. It belonged to a lady, and she just, for some reason, didn't really do anything with it. And uh, it, it sat over at his house for a while. He gave up trying to connect it to the Internet, and so he gave it back to me. And uh, I don't know how, how hard he tried, but it was like, hmm. You know, this computer is like 10 years old. It's never been connected to the Internet. I mean, is this really going to happen, you know? Uh, the theory was that, like it had, it had like outdated technology or something like that, and you, you couldn't connect it. But I was always skeptical about that. I was going to hold it here, man. This doesn't make any sense to me. 
And so anyway, um, I had this other laptop, and unbeknownst to me, this laptop ceased to connect to the Internet itself. And somewhat curiously, to say the least, for the first time, I don't even know how or why this happened, but I discovered somewhat haphazardly how to connect the first laptop I mentioned to the Internet. And then one hour later, my primary laptop went down. Now, did you get that? God foresaw that my laptop's going to go down. He enables me, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing, to connect this laptop for the first time in like 10 years to the Internet. It's got like an outdated like Wi-Fi type thing, see? And so I was perfectly fine. I mean, you're going to say that's not God? Come on, man. Uh, That's one of the best stories ever. Yeah, it's true that God, you know, holds me back, and he was holding uh, the Apostle Paul back there in Second Corinthians chapter 12. It says, because of the surpassing revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, to keep me from exalting myself. You see that? So, if God's going to give you a lot of revelation, uh, he's going to give you a counterbalance. And uh, it can be poverty, or it can be, uh, you know, some kind of illness. Uh, a lot of scholars think that uh, the Apostle Paul had a physical ailment, probably had something to do with his eye. It's not expressly uh, mentioned in Scripture, you know. But yeah, that's the way God does things, you know. I was doing this crummy podcast with Johnny the other day. And it'd probably be uploaded in their room. And I was talking about that kind of thing. Uh, how God uses uh, suffering in our lives, you know. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the background that I don't talk about in the show. You can see God's handiwork. you got to look a little bit, you know, just like in the book of Esther. God's not mentioned in the book of Esther, but he's working all the way through it. <laughs> you look for God, um, you'll find him working behind the scenes. Um, it may be subtle, but he's there. Hey, Channing! What in the heck are you doing, man? Anyway, I don't even know what I'm doing on here. We did an earlier show on Block Talk Radio. It was very subpar. I got so bored... And do you think the Illuminati has the capability of going inside someone's house without them knowing or whatever and just mind-fucking with them? And, Don't and, say that word. Did I you mean, know you're recording? Uh, oh, I didn't. You I sunk the podcast. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But you did. That was derogatory, and I apologize. Yeah, I'm not. I don't normally go that direction with the words. Yeah, do they have the capability of just, okay. you know... Whatever you imagine, what what they can do, and then whatever they can do is beyond what you can imagine. So repeat that again. Well, to to do like a 
to like move things around people's houses uh, just just slightly to, to to mess with their minds. They can do anything and everything. Um, anything that has to do with material creation, they can uh, they can deconstruct it and, and reconstruct it, disassemble it. It's just well, do they? Why, what would they want to do that to the regular average Joe for? To go and uh, to enter a teleportation portal, go into someone's uh, house. A lot of the stuff that they do, it's because uh, it gives them a great satanic glee. It makes them happy. Kind of so like a little, kid, that... a, a little kid that has a, uh, um, a daddy long leg and he takes one leg off at a time. That's so the way these psychopaths are. So, so when people think that uh, something's missing in their house, it's... That's not really the underwear gnomes taking their stuff? Let me tell you something, man. Um, I mean, this is a big story, but when they first started to tamper with me, uh, they started moving objects around the home. Wow. And they started turning uh, the water faucet on outside. And I was so ignorant, Channing, that I thought it was demons. Because I was very naive. It wasn't until later. Now, what happened is they murdered somebody... In the family, in close proximity, I know that they murdered them. Okay, now I'm going to tell you why. Because um, my brother answered the phone, and uh, the person at the other end of the phone, he said the person's name that was murdered, and he said, "Where, where is he?" And it freaked my brother out, and he slammed the phone down. That was them, man. Huh. And uh, I can't talk about how he was murdered. Um, my family believes it was an accident. Jeez. But it was not. Huh. And that's what started all this stuff. And uh, at that time, they started moving stuff around the home. And, you know, my family was Christians. Everybody that was living there was Christians. And um, we all thought it was demons. Yeah. You know, I kind of poke fun at, at, at Christians that um, they want to call everything a demon. Well, I mean, I used to suffer from that kind of problem, too. I didn't think about, you know, zooming on to technology. I was thinking like that. I was thinking it was a demon, you know. And and demons do that kind of stuff. But Why would they? they it, I'm just looking for some validity of why they would they just They do go it in. to play with your head sometimes. They do it for a number of reasons. But a lot of times, the things that they do... A lot of the times, um, the person just you can't figure it out, about. Channing, because you're look you're peering into the mind of a psychopath, and that's the problem. So this doesn't make any sense to me. So then you know you start to formulate your belief upon what makes sense to you and what doesn't. You can't do a that. Of, a lot of the times, a person just generally just does lose something and finds it later. But what about those times where you you lose something and you look for it all year round and you still don't find it? You know? Well, we have stories about that. I could tell stories. Want me to tell you a story? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've talked about how how rarely I don't go around and indoctrinate people. I've only had <laughs> I think like one or two Bible studies like ever. This is like amazing. I'm talking yeah. about like with real people, you know. Uh-huh. I've never tried to like gather around Dave and I'm going to be your cult leader. And, you know, let's get an uh-huh. open Bible study going here, go. And, but anyway, no. But we tried to do that. We did that one time with my brother and a friend. 
And uh, so it was like this big Bible study, and I was preparing for it, and there was this one book that was really, really important for this Bible study, okay? And Mm -hmm. so I went over to the shelf uh, to get the book, and it was gone. And I'm just going, what? Because I was absolutely positive the book was there. Yeah. So, I mean, I was so positive that book was there. It's kind of like, you know, kind of when you lose your keys and you, you're, you're certain that they were on a, uh, like a certain place and uh, and you go back again. It's like, but they got to be there because that's where they put them, you know. And yeah. Heck. So, um, and I go back to the bookshelf and, and it's still not there. And then I went back like a third time expecting it to like magically appear. Uh-huh. Because I am certain that book was there. Absolutely yeah. certain. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyway, um, to make a long story short, after some time went by, well, I had developed theories about what happened to this book. I knew that they somebody took this book. Somebody took this book. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, uh, but anyway, the book reappeared exactly where it was supposed to be. Yep. And, you know, to this day... I believe the Illuminati took that book. I don't think oh. it was a demon. And I also believe that an angel put it back. That's why, oh. I mean, I thought about this a lot. I'm a very analytical person. I don't believe a demon took it. I, I think they used technology to take it. Oh. And I think, an, I, I, you know, an angel brought it back. That's what I think. But uh-huh. that book disappeared, man. They, somebody took that book. Yeah. And I was talking to Johnny on that show that we did. I talk about things that other people don't talk about, but uh, you yeah. know, the entire sky is filled with UFOs. They're invisible, man. They're all around us. But they have all kinds of different men in black, and they can be standing right next to you right now, and you don't know it. You can't see them. Yeah. yeah? No, I'm, well, here's how you freak people out. Is that how do you know this is not happening? You, you don't know. Yeah, well, Layla, she's kind of upset right now because she can't find something that she knew where exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexandra's birth certificate, she's got to use it for a meeting or something, an appointment. Uh, well, actually, um, it, you know, if it, if it's uh, a, some kind of a out-of-the-normal cause, of a missing object, it's normally a demon. Um, oh. I, I believe in, uh, you know, fairies and gnomes and all kind of stuff. They do that kind of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. There's mischievous ones, but uh, that's a different subject. Maybe now she's got to show up money to buy a new one to get another one. Just to make you show up money to buy a new one? Yeah, I have to pay for it, and I had to pay for that one, I didn't lose it. It's not my fault. It's gone. It's okay. Rebuke the enemy. Rebuke them. Yeah, so it's just... Well, pray to find it. I mean, that's pretty much all you can do. You can drive yourself. Is, 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 is there a, isn't there an angel that actually helps you find things? Uh, as far as, well, you know, there are, I really do believe that there are specific demons. It's kind of funny, like a demon for, uh, you know, I don't think there's a demon for toxic milkshakes, but uh, they can have very specific tasks. Uh, 
But um, if that's the way things actually operate, then you have the opposite principle, and that would tell you that there are uh, low-level angels that have very specific tasks. I'm not sure about finding missing objects, but uh, yeah, keep it in your purse. The Social Security, keep that in your purse. Okay. Yeah, she needs this birth certificate for some uh, appointment, uh, WIC or something. And uh, she needs her birth certificate. No, uh, the baby's. Oh. Um, so okay. it's going to cost us ten dollars uh, to to get a new one. Right, right. I had to go down and do that. We can't afford it, but we can't. We can't, but we can't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, you know what we can do? We can get a safe at the bank. That's a good idea, right? Getting a safe at the bank. Yeah, they do. They have one. They have. Uh, they, last time I checked, they have like uh, a safe, that, a little mini safe that you could deposit box for like thirty-five dollars a year. What do you think about that, Dave? A safety deposit box at the bank. Uh, it sounds like um, that would be unnecessary at your income level because you're having problems making ends meet. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it would always be there. You know, we wouldn't have to worry about looking around the house or anything like that, you know. During the place part, we would know. Whenever you lose something, uh, it helps you to not lose things in the future. Did you hear that, Layla? Whenever you lose something, it helps you to not lose things in the future. You're more careful. You're more careful. It's a learning lesson, you're saying? But I don't get it. Because it's like I just kept it with the important documents, which wasn't didn't get touched. Wait, it, it can't be a learning lesson if it's a demon doing it. You said that it was right. originally. That's right. Originally, I was just you used to say that. I mean, originally you said it's not a demon, but then you said it, it could I, be. A demon. I don't know what's going on. I'm not saying it's demonic or not. I'm just saying they do that kind of stuff, you know. Well, if there's a demon for depression and jealousy and discouragement uh, and, and all those other ones, then there's got to be one for mischief. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, Cheapest like, little imps. Demonology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. I spent a lot of time studying demonology, man. That's an interesting subject. But it, but if you have if you have oil in your lamp, these things are are, are pure, uh, these things are wimps, right? I'm assuming you're speaking metaphorically when you say oil in your lamp. Metaphorically, like the Bible says, yeah. Uh, um, it's a general rule, yeah. But see, let's go back to that passage that I quoted there in Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Um, Paul said that God gave him a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet him. And he goes on to say, I pleaded three times for it to be taken away. He said, my grace is sufficient. So you can pray to your blue in your face and you can be doing everything right. And yet God gives you an evil spirit to harass you. Now that's what that passage is teaching. You see, now if God does that, there's nothing you can do about it. You understand that? 
that doesn't make God. That doesn't make uh, well, no, heavenly see, the Father. average he, person today, he doesn't understand that. It's right in his Bible, and he goes, "God, my God, would never do that." Well, open up your your Bible. <laughs> go to Second Corinthians chapter twelve. If you're going to crash that little uh, myth, the guy would never do that. Yeah, but Job, the story of Job, that wasn't. That wasn't the creator doing that. That was that was the devil doing that. No, it was the creator doing it because um, Satan couldn't do anything. He was God asking didn't... permission, yeah. Well, see, the book of Job was predestined. You know, it's not like, you know, God just uh, allows things to happen and says, you know, well, look at all these great stories I got around here. I mean, this would make a good script. Uh, I tell you what, let's take this one and put it in the Bible. No, the Bible was all predestined. Ahead of time. So Job's life was predestined. It's just like the book of Revelation, you know what I mean? It's no different. Oh, I got an idea. We can scan our important documents and put them on the cloud. We can scan them and put them on the cloud. Because there's there's a, there's a, there's like a safe, um, um, there's like a safe cloud thing that you can store. The cloud, it's the internet. That's what they call it, the cloud. They call it the cloud. Isn't that weird how they call the internet the cloud? Isn't that weird? Um, I think they're Why doing do they that for it? a reason. Why do they call the do... internet the cloud? Uh, it's complex. It has, I believe it has to do with the um, the unholy spirit. The prince of the air? The cloud? It to that a little bit. Oh. You see, in the uh, Bible, uh, the term cloud is used as a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? Huh. Yeah, it talks about a cloud moving from the temple. Have you ever heard, you've heard this before, the cloud of glory, right? I know, I I think I've heard it. Have you heard the cloud of glory? I heard, I think so. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. It's the glory of God. Okay, I've talked on the show about how there's an unholy spirit. So when they talk, if they, if they talk about a, a cloud, in that sense, they're obviously not talking about the Holy Spirit, right? Oh, so you're saying opposite of the Holy Spirit called the unholy spirit? Would, you're losing uh, your sound there. There's an opposite of the Holy Spirit called the unholy spirit, which what is the Antichrist? Yeah, that's the spirit, spirit of Antichrist. Oh, you got the spirit of Christ. You got the spirit of Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist is the opposite. Anti Messiah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the doctrines that they stole away from us. The Christians don't huh. believe in the Holy Spirit. I never even heard of that before. It's in the Bible. Well, well Christians, they they don't believe it, but they say it uh, repetitiously. The the Antichrist spirit. So they're saying it, but they're just they not don't even saying, know what they're talking about. But they just don't know what. Yeah. 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 Uh, for instance, when it says, "Brethren, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they from God." Talking about testing whether it's the unholy spirit or where it's the spirit of God. Which one is it? This one or that one? Not talking about testing demons. Hmm. Now, didn't Solomon he he was able to control the the demons with a with a special ring that he has? Ah, uh, that's all a bunch of medieval propaganda garbage and uh, some kind of uh, kind of semi alchemical text. Well, oh, that's not in the Bible. Text. That's not in the scriptures? Oh, heck no. Jeez, no. 
about? Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. Uh, it, that might be in uh, a text called the Key of Solomon. It's a, it's a uh, it's an occult cultic work, which is held in high uh, regard by uh, you know actually Satanists and uh, Western occultists and stuff like that. Doesn't it say that he put them to shame? He put the demons to shame. Yeah, it's in these those type of works. That's not in the Bible anymore. Oh. You know, for for all we know, some of that stuff. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if some of that stuff is true, because is they it? can put the truth in there. Christians are not going to benefit from it. They're going to reject all that. So the I don't know where I heard that from. I just heard it. I heard it that he was giving a ring from. God, uh, you know, and, yeah. and he, uh, he he was able to control his demons. He put them mm-hmm. to shame. Okay, so Moses had a staff, right? You know, yeah. So, well, for it, all we know, Solomon had a ring, but uh, you can't prove anything like that. And, so they used to have traditions, you see, and uh, they've lost all their trustworthiness. Did all the prophets have? Did all the prophets have something? No. Um, that like 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 Moses had a staff. Um, did they did they all had they all had uh, something uh, like not all of them. insight. Um, mo, mo, uh, no, Noah, no, not no Moses. Moses he had a stuttering problem, didn't he? Um, uh, it kind of implies that. Yeah, he had a stuttering problem, but he was afraid that he wasn't, you know, fit for the position. Just like Jeremiah, he just, he thought he wasn't fit for the position. Most of them thought they weren't fit for the position, right? Well, that's that's when you actually qualify for the position because you uh, reach a state of humility, and God can hmm. use somebody like that. Oh. So. Is it going to take? Is it going to take like an apocalyptic event for for people to be put in a position of uh, being uh, used by God? The, or right now, I mean, I don't see I don't see anybody on, on, on the scene. Is it is it going to take an apocalyptic event to get someone to be used by God? Is that what you said? Well, I meant like you know, like a prophet, you know, like. Because most most of the time prophets, they go they go way more beyond. You know, regular uh, well, what God church. does is He sends prophets in a in a time of great need. Aren't and they Aren't they a little bit more kickstarted than a churchgoer? You know, a prophet. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that you know, there's no such thing as an apostle anymore. I know there's people running around thinking they're apostles, but uh, um. The greatest uh, gift in the church is a prophet. Yeah. Well, I don't, I've never said it on the show, but then that's that's true. Obviously, oh. I there's still prophets, but the prophets that we have today, they're they're inferior. They're not on the same level, man. You know? Oh. But that doesn't mean there's no prophets running around. They're just um, less gifted. Can you find out if I have have a demon in my house? Uh, demons are extremely common. Uh, pretty much everybody has a demon in their house. I could want a story about a demon. Wait, wait, tell Dave that. Yeah. 
reading some things like on people who have had the mysterious disappearing item phenomenon, and uh-huh. they say that, you know, if this is happening frequently, it could be there's a spirit in there, and they just talk to it like it's a normal person, and, you know, tell it to give your stuff back. Wow. Stop taking your things. Oh. Where did you read this at? Uh, it was just on, like, a forum thing, like a thread, you know, or people were starting conversations about that. Yeah. I've heard, yeah, well, and then I've heard of people leaving on a recorder or a camera, and then, you know, something comes up later on when they check it out. Uh, well, I have a, a friend who, uh, you know, barring the, the possibility that Illuminati used technology to take his keys, um, he's absolutely certain, as far as he can be certain, that uh, some demons took his keys. and. You know, this is what's called translocation and moving an object physically. Uh, they could do stuff like that. And you see the, them. The keys, the keys were put back in their proper place on a little table. You see, it's kind of like what happened with me. But in this instance, I think it was a demon. Where in the story that I told you, I think it was technology. You can see, it can be either one. You a know, wormhole. Do you see? Do you, do you see the uh, the movie Ghostbusters? Did they really have the technology to suck up a suck up a ghost in one of these little boxes like Ghostbusters? No, a ghost is a spirit, and you can't suck them up with electromagnetic technology. This but is something not, that we talked about earlier. People are getting electromagnetism confused with spirit. Those are two different things. There's ghost no is a spirit. And, no okay, just a second now. There's different types of ghosts. There is a uh, electromagnetic signature. Uh, these are the non-interactive ghosts, and those are electromagnetic. But those are the those ghosts don't react to you. They're not spirits. But, the, but there's no such thing as a dead human being ghost, right? Um. They're called familiar spirits, the ones that... The Bible does not explicitly say that when you die, you go immediately to the underworld. Um, this is what everyone assumes, including myself. Uh, but it's possible, um, because things are more complex than you think, that God, for some obscure reason, he allows certain spirits to wander around a little bit. Well, actually, I've got stories about this. Um, I've got stories about people who died in my family, and I believe that they came and visited me. Um, you don't think that that's right a demonic Right after they spirit? died, I, I'm telling you, you got to listen to me now. They came oh. and they visited me. Uh, this happened, how many times has this happened? At least twice. You don't think it's a familiar spirit? Uh, when my aunt died... Um, I believe that she came to the house and said goodbye to me. She was um, taking a branch and, like, rubbing it against the window, but there was no wind outside. And I was, like, all over this because I was thinking about her, you know? Yeah. And uh, this is the way she was saying goodbye. They do this kind of thing. Now, what I'm trying to say is that they have a short amount of time, at least some of them, to wander around a little bit. It's kind of like, you know, the... uh, the uh, the book, um, you know, it has about Ebenezer Scrooge. Wow. 
and he's going around and he's looking um, and peering in on all these people's homes and stuff like that. And uh, it's kind of like that, a spirit just doing it for a short amount of time, you know what I mean? And so I had a cousin who died. Um, he was he was this cousin of mine was in a relatively well known uh, rock band, okay, and he died he died on a motor scooter, and uh, I think he was drinking or something like that. He came home from a bar, and uh, I believe he came and visited me, and I'm not going to tell you what, you know what he did. But, I mean, this is like a lot more obvious than my aunt. This was actually his aunt, by the way. He was his aunt and my aunt. No, no, it was his grandmother, his grandmother. But he came, I believe he came to the kitchen. See, it happened right after he died, within hours. And uh, he knocked something over. And uh, I'm not telling the whole story here. But uh, I'm absolutely convinced it was him. So I'm saying that spirit. Now, let me go back a little bit, okay? So spirits can wander around a little bit, and if they can wander around a little bit, people are dying obviously every day. So that would mean that there are some human spirits that are wandering around. But as a general rule, um, a spirit goes into like an intermediate state, a holding facility, to await the resurrection. Isn't that un un Christian to 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 say that though? Say what? To say what you're saying is that unchristian? Why would it be unchristian? I, I said there's no there's no scriptures in the Bible that say that when you die you you have to descend immediately. It doesn't say that. That's an assumption. Oh, it's kind of like saying that you know that the soul is created at the moment of conception. People assume that. That's nowhere taught in the Bible. It's just an assumption. So I mean, what I'm trying to say is that God may allow spirits to wander around for a little bit. Um, maybe only a few hours before they uh, have to go where they have to go. But, I mean, there's so many people dying. Now, if he allows them to do that at all, you, you're going to have wandering spirits. You know what I mean? And what's the deal with the Grim Reaper? What's that well, all just about? before we go on, um, that's not going to explain a whole lot because um, a ghost is typically either a demonic projection or a demon impersonating a dead human, or it's an energetic imprint, and those are electromagnetic, and that's like what you would have there with like you know the Battle of Gettysburg. People will see these battles being refought, and they'll see soldiers, and they'll walk right by you, but they don't even look at you. They don't acknowledge you. That's an energetic imprint with a powerful emotional event. I've talked about this a number of times. So you know, there's different types of ghosts. So, what's the deal with this, uh, you know, uh, thing that the Illuminati? Const- uh, I'm assuming the Illuminati. Can I say one more thing about that? Yeah. The reason yeah, yeah. that's important, Shannon, it's for, see, pagans believe that you can contact a dead. You can't yeah. do that. And what happened there with a Samuel? You know, in the Witch of Endor. And now, what happened with Saul? That's a historical anomaly. If that's what's called the principle of sovereign exception. God can do whatever he wants to do. But Samuel was called up from the realm of the dead. This is one of the passages that, that teaches that soul sleep is false. Because it's it's very clear there that he's not sleeping. He's a conscious being. 
I don't know. I would beg to differ. No, no. It contradicts that teaching. I don't know why you believe that. You know, just because you're, you know, when you go to a Seventh-day Adventist church, you don't have to agree with them. But when people go to those churches, they always agree with soul sleep. Why don't you disagree with that? <laughs> just like they're all a bunch of pacifists, you know? Well, no, 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 that's not true. And I've said it before that they have great zeal. That's a different subject. Now, what were you talking about? You're talking about the Grim Reaper. Yeah, why is, what's, what's the deal with that? Is that a real entity? Because I heard that they were. Yeah, the they actually are. Uh, I mean, they're a bit, um, you know, Hollywood has taken those, um, it's a particular type of demon. In Mexico, they worship this thing, don't they? They it's a great. it's a demon that comes uh, for the soul. Yes. Yeah. Wow. At the moment of death. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's not. Well, fake. they've made horror films and stuff about them, and uh, so it's it's you know you got this concept in your mind with you know with the with the uh, the reaper and I mean the tool. You know what I mean? The reaping tool, and um, but as a general principle, yeah, that that's. That's, but isn't the most dangerous thing that the, that the Messiah said in in the book of Reve, Re, Revelation? Yeah, in the book of Revelation, to 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 not be luke, lukewarm because he says that he'd rather us see us cold, uh, or than 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 lukewarm because if we're lukewarm, won't we be uh, picked up by the Grim Reaper? Uh, if you're lukewarm, you're not going to make it. And uh, that's one of the ways that you can prove that there's different standards of holiness. I know people will freak out about this. But uh, it's time to get a clue. And uh, when you have a church under apostolic guidance, you're going to have considerably more heat. Okay? And those seven letters were written to those seven churches, and everyone assumes that they're all written for us as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it better not be, because I've said on my own show I don't see any hot Christians. Yeah. Where are these? Hot? I'm talking about according to the apostles' version of hot or Jesus's version of hot. We've all been pornified, man. We're corrupt. I've said on the show I've been saying recently that um, non-Christians had a higher moral standard in the 1950s than uh, Christians today. Wow. It's shocking. I, I believe this. We've been corrupted. Everybody's corrupted, man. And we've talked about before how atheists are, have a very high moral level, some of them, but then some of them are very derogatory pigs, you know? Ah, uh, well, they talk about the high morals of these atheists. You know, I'm not impressed by that. If you look at these people's lives, <laughs> come on, you know. But what you will see is you will see um, atheists that are significantly more moral um, yeah. and have a genuine sense of right and wrong. But that doesn't mean they have very – compared to other atheists, you know. But that doesn't mean they have very high moral standards. I, look at, I don't see hardly anybody that has high moral standards. I'm not – where are these people? I'm talking about Christians too. I just see a bunch of compromisers. 
Did the Savior say that that unless of our righteousness supersede the righteousness of the Pharisees, that something? What was that? That's a that's a passage that's difficult for Christians to understand. Yeah. Yeah, he said that. Wow. It, it's complex. There's different types of righteousness. Um, he's talking about the performance of good works. Other times in the Bible, um, Paul is talking about righteousness in a legal sense. It's called justification. But what Jesus is saying there is that you're, you need to have more good works than the Pharisees. The Pharisees were doing lots of good works. And he was saying you need to have good work, more good works than them if you're going to be saved. Wouldn't it be a lot more easier to do good works if you were I just got to say something there because people are going to, you know. You're not saved by doing good works. But, um, no, no, You have no. what's called the elect, and God gives them a pack. It's kind of like a package of salvation. <laughs> this is kind of an oversimplification. And if you're one of the elect, God gives you good works. It talks about this in Ephesians 2 in order that you can glorify him, because God is not glorified uh, by people who are running around saying that they're Christians, but they don't do good works. So if you're an elect, um, God is going to give you good works to glorify you. It has nothing to do with being saved. And so just a second, what this means is that if you are elect, eventually you're going to manifest good works because all of the elect do. And so that's the sign that you're elect, and this is why it talks about, you know, test yourself, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith, unless you be reprobate, because it's based upon the performance of good works and also holding to uh, biblical standards of truth. You can't be a heretic, you know. These are things that you can test. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obvious if a person has been a Christian for four decades and they don't, they're not even close to living like a, a biblical moral life, um, they're almost certain uh, reprobate. Yeah, aren't, reprobate more, means rejected. Isn't it more easier to do uh, good good works in, in a suburbial, uh, calm Calm region than it is if you're living in the hood because say you're you're the only white person that is living in the hood or whatever and then the rest of them all that have that you know like oh you're you know hate cracker or whatever like yeah because it's pushed out there by the Illuminati it's not them it's not their problem it's not their fault it, it, as well as as well as it's you know the same thing with the hit, it, with the hicks and stuff like that it, divide and conquer all that crap you know but um you know how are you supposed to go and you know witness to to people that want to you know give you the eye you know Well, yeah, it's hard to be a a, a, a Christian in the uh, a ghetto when uh, as you're growing up and uh, everything around you. There's criminal behavior everywhere. Yeah, and you got to be the first non-criminal in the neighborhood. It's just not easy, man. Yeah. 
I've said before, everyone's a product of their environment. And uh, you can only rise out of your environment so much. I mean, if you're born in a family of uh, generational Satanists that torture their own children, lock them in a dark closet for hour and in, uh, you're probably not going to grow up to be a genius. You know, you're going to have all kinds of psychological disorders. Most of these prisons are nowadays are paid for prisons. Like they, they actually make money off the off absolutely the, you know, a huge corporation money making. So I heard that they don't have enough women in these prisons, and the next the next phase of the Illuminati is to get more women into the prisons because they have a a huge load of men already. And yeah, why do you think they want more women? Well. A good talk radio show guy named Yash Kara talked talked about that how he he thinks that, that you know women women are the target uh, that come to come to be of the Illuminati soon because men have already got their fair share of you know <laughs> but you know it's it's yeah yeah so that's that was his opinion so. But yeah, it's it's not like a oh, it, it, everybody's going to get a dish of the Illuminati. I'm just saying, just uh, the pick the picking on women and stuff. Uh, well, I, I mean, look, look, they've already destroyed everything. It's all destroyed. They, 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 when when a woman goes to a, a garage, they 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 tend to you know tax on everything, like, oh, you, you, we did this for you, we did that for you, when they really didn't need to do any of that, and they're just taking advantage of the woman. That's kind of what the Illuminati is doing, too. When when they tell when they tell the woman that she needs to take, uh, what was that, Layla, what was that, what was that drink that they told you to drink while you were pregnant, the just, uh, what's what that? The gestational diabetes? Yeah, that was a, some orange drink that they told her to drink. They call oh that yeah. People describe it as like being orange soda, but flat orange soda. Okay, yeah. So yeah, when she was pregnant, they wanted her to, and this is their words. We want you to drink this special drink because we we were like, what's in it? Oh, and they're like, oh, it's a special drink. And that's, rat poison. Yeah, and it was an orange orange drink, and they wanted her to drink it uh, to to test to see if she had uh, gestational diabetes for, for, you know, to check for the, to see if the yeah, baby would have it. It wouldn't surprise me if it had some kind of dye in it. Toxic and we, we, I think she was supposed to take that the next time she showed up and stuff or whatever, but we never wound up going, we never wound up going back to them because. You know, it'd they, be fun to see, uh, you could have a comedy act called uh, Dave Goes to the Doctor. And uh, Dr. Dum-Dum is going to give Dave one of these orange drinks. And Dave's going to say, I tell you what, Doc, I'll take that as soon as you can prove to me that there's something in there that is not a diabolical toxin. Can you prove that? And I'll be willing to take that. You go ahead and prove that to me, Doc. And he's not going <laughs> to It's 100% poison. Uh, why someone would take something like that? Uh, well... I can tell you why, because they just completely turn their brain off and they just do what they're told. They don't. Well, uh, now they have it set up. Now they have it set up where if you go to the doctor, it's a scary, scary thing to go to the doctors nowadays. It is scary. 
this I, I, I stopped to talk about how scary it is to go to a dentist. You got to have revelation. A lot of these guys are Satanists. This, have no implants this, this sounds this sounds berserk to those that are, you know, still not asleep or whatever you want to call it, because they think that you're nuts by saying something like that. Because, okay, but so they want to they want to. They really want to inject you with a shot. You don't know what's in it. They want to give you this drink. Yeah, you you know, know, isn't it amazing that people will line up for these shots and they don't know anything that's in the shot, but they just trust the system. But but the, but the whole thing is, you cannot talk back to the doctor because no, no, now, no, no, now, no, he's, he's a medical deity. But, but, now, but, the, but now the doctor isn't just a, a medical deity doc, doctor god. Now the doctor is a medical deity, doctor god, uh, psychologist. He's a medical deity, doctor god with lawyers behind him. And he's also a psychologist, too. Now now he's got the role of a psychologist. Oh, you don't trust the doctor. Let me put you in the psych ward. Yeah, you you're mentally yeah. ill. Yeah. You're not going to allow yourself to be poisoned? Are you? Have you lost your senses? <laughs> <laughs> this world, man, I'm telling you. It's a 180-degree opposite of, um, you know, a sane world. This whole world is an open and silent, man. Then we they all... make the other doctors that aren't for vaccines, they make them, they, they, they shun them. They say, you have, to wear a, you, you have to wear a mask around your face, around everybody else. And so it's like they, they're made to feel like they're outcasts, you know, and like, well, okay, they don't have a problem with wearing that. But then, yeah, it's, it's a, a re, out, uh, they're put on the outcast. They're uh, shunned. You there know? you go. You said the word shunned. You can see, I was just going to say, this is a cult, man. They're shunned, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't you see that's cultic behavior? Yeah. What happens to people when they start thinking in the cult or trying to leave the cult? They go back to what you just said. That's exactly what they do in a cult. See, it sounds strange to call this society a cult because you were born into it, see. You don't want to believe this, but it's true. You said doctors don't live very long. Because how can that they have be? the shortest lifespan of white collar workers? Well, they 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 make very good money and they can buy organic. But they don't they, have any knowledge. Um, the last I heard uh, at the University of Michigan, the medical school, they spend a total of forty five minutes on you know natural alternative healing, and that's just to say it's just a bunch of uh, you know gobbledygook. Doctors are completely ignorant of anything. It's truly natural. All they know. We went to we we went to the doctor when she was pregnant. When Layla was pregnant, they um, it it was I tell you it was very scary uh, because we felt like we were going to be hauled off by that. Well, doctor. It is scary to walk in there because there's nothing but everything there is antagonistic to biological uh, organisms. Did so we were that? sitting in the waiting room. They don't have anything to help you there. We're sitting in the waiting room, and the waiting room is a small little waiting room, uh, and there was a ripped-up Bible in there, and there was TVs off, and uh, they they had to... Now now you don't sign anything on paper anymore. You sign it on a tablet. 
Oh, and how convenient. The tablet's got a little camera on it to, to, to see your facial expressions and stuff and to see, see, see. Well, yeah, of course. They, they can see you. They can hear you while you're filling out the form on the tablet now. So that you're not signing anything on paper anymore. And now they have it where you sit at Applebee's, the restaurant, and, and other restaurants are, uh, you know, doing this now too, where you have the little tablet set right at your, at your, um, your booth at the restaurant. So you don't have to, uh, you know, bother the waitress. Um, you just order you order at your table at, at your tablet. I problem actually didn't these, know that. Problem with these tablets is they got the camera right at them. So I think the objective is to uh, listen in on, uh, you know, you know, patriots and stuff like that, and see 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 who's disgruntled and who's not disgruntled. You know. Um. um. There could be some of that going on, but they've got vastly superior technology. They don't need to use any external, any anything external to work through. Oh, yeah. Just well, like- I, last time I was in Walmart, they it it, it 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 felt like like I can remember a few years back, it was normal. Walmart was you know normal. <laughs> well, I mean, and then and then when I go in there uh, now. It, it, they they have it all set up like um what's that what's that movie uh um Minority Report where the TVs are right in front of your face and the, and the, and the ta- they got the big tablets uh huge tablet type you know screens on every corner of the aisles you know telling save save on coupons and stuff and and it, they're looking right at you they got a camera and they're, and they're looking right at you and it, you can, and they can. It sounds like you know crazy, crazy talk, but they they have it set up. They're they're eventually going to have it set up like Minority Report, where you walk right in, and that and that uh that monitor that you you walk by is going to tell you, oh we have a col- we have a cologne deal just for you, Tommy Hilfiger, you know. Oh, how do you know I like Tommy Hilfiger? Oh, because you posted it on your Facebook wall, you know, and and. It, and and it's it's linked with your uh, whatever you know how, how they they know this. It, it's it's the same way as uh, Google can read your mind. Like I I I thought about something to type on Google. Yeah, no. And and then that. and and then it knew what I was going to type. Sometimes it's a little off. It's three it's three uh, three guesses down on the list. But sometimes it's right there. And it's like, well, how do you know? Um, if I put fall, how do you know I wasn't talking about the season? How do you know I was talking about fall in love? Okay, what you know? people are saying is that when they talk around their cell phone, um, the things that they say over their cell phone show up on in like Google advertisements. Wow, they're not actually typing anything, so their their phone is is listening to them. Yeah, I I did an episode on uh, BPA, uh, toilet paper, and then my friend, he said, you must have did something right because I just got an advertisement on my end for toilet paper. Another example, I've mentioned this before, is um, some guy claimed that he was, you know, shopping and speaking out loud uh, in a supermarket, and the things that he was talking about, they showed up in these Google advertisements. 
specifically for him mm-hmm. or for everyone? Well, what he was trying to do, he was trying to get other people to test this themselves to see if it happened to them. It freaked him out. Wow. Yeah. Oh. See, you don't uh-huh. know how how you don't know how teched up things are. You don't know. Is technology itself a demon? No. Or is technology just? Uh, it, you know, it continues to amaze me how people get uh, electromagnetism confused with the spirit world. What, what the heck's that got to do with each other? Those are two different things. But doesn't the spirit of Antichrist run these 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 things, these supercomputers and stuff, or is it just? Uh... Um, there can be a relationship there to some degree, but the spirit has nothing to do it, with it's, that. It's, this is not something you want to get into on late night podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's very complex. Because the Scooby Doo. I talked about fifteen years ago. I talked about a uh, a web, <laughs> a network that extends from the goddess. Isn't it funny how it's called web to trap you? Yeah. Well, they um they talk about her web like a spider's web. Yeah. And uh, I've seen enough of this kind of thing <laughs> that I I'm certain that there's some kind of a web out there that's associated with her. It's very complex. Yeah. Don't ask me to explain it. It's too late for all that. Scooby-Doo had an episode where they were pulling out the soul out the, out, out the, the, the characters. And, and, and it was a tech, tech machine that was doing it. They had a soul, you know, fucking like a soul catching machine, something like that. Right? Soul suck. No. Yeah, it was a soul no. fucking no. machine. No. no, 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 no. You can't use technology to catch spirit. That's that's just info. Whenever you see that kind of stuff. No. Oh, well, what about CERN? CERN's able to pull things through. No, no. See that? Once you understand that, then you know that all this stuff that they're saying to, about CERN. That's just uh, low-level propaganda for people who have not figured out what I just said. They they don't, their minds are muddled, and they don't understand the clear distinction between uh, electricity and spirit. They're two completely different things. Let's take an example. You have um, you have spiritual light, and you have electromagnetic light. Okay, there's two different types of light. You either understand that or you don't. But people confuse the two. They act as if they're the same thing. They're not the same thing. You see? Hmm. If, if a person understood this, they wouldn't be talking about uh, using orgone to destroy spiritual spiritual beings. You can't uh, destroy a spiritual being with electromagnetic uh, energy. It's not possible. You can uh, affect it um, you know, create irritation or something like that. Yeah. Because they're sensitive to the environment just like humans are. They don't like organ. They don't like uh, bright spin energy. 
that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to destroy them. That's ridiculous. First of all, you cannot destroy spirit, period. I don't believe that it can be destroyed at all, but if even if it was could be destroyed, only God would be able to do that. No, no, Johnny never says it destroys them. He says that it gives them, like, the effect, like, rabies. Like, uh, well, I'm not the, trying to criticize Johnny, but I mean, I heard him say earlier tonight that he talked about organized destroying the armies of the Antichrist or something like that. It sounds like he's repeating something that Sherry Shriner said. Destroying them as in hurting them bad. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. You, know, you can't you can't uh, destroy any anything that's spiritual with. Uh, Electrical energy. Is there a is there a boot camp that you can go to to learn spiritual warfare? Um, you know, pretty much all that stuff. Uh, they have stuff like that out there. It's crazy about Illuminati. Uh, you know, it sounds. You listen to me after a while, and you just kind of at some point you just kind of roll your eyes. You know, Dave. You know, I mean. <laughs> You think of the Illuminati's doing everything? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Look at these I'll, Christians, man. These people are like zombies on automatic pilot. I mean, it's like a joke. No wonder they run everything. <laughs> Who's going to stand up to them? The auto. Uh, <clears throat> but what about what about for who will rise up for me against the workers of lawlessness? That verse. Where's that at? Oh, it says it right there in the scriptures. Uh, Messiah says, For who will rise up for me against the workers of inequity in the King James? You don't, you don't know what book that is? Yeah, it's in the King James. But you don't oh. I know I'm, which book in the King James? Oh. I'm having a hard time placing that passage. Uh, there's a passage about standing in the gap. That's a call. That's a call to action. That's a call to action. So let's see. Um, um, or who will rise up for? Me. Um, that's Psalms ninety four sixteen. Okay. Who will rise up for me against the wicked workers of iniquity? Lawless uh, ones. Well, that's a call to action. That's um. And that, you know who that, the uh, the workers of iniquity are. Iniquity is lawlessness. Yeah, but you know who these people are? Um, that's um I'll give you a hint. They're not they're not Canaanites. They're not Amalekites. Um, they're not Jebusites. <laughs> you know who they are? Turks. Israelites. Turks. The wicked. Turks. Let me give you an example, okay? 
Did Why you know? Why is it that everybody that talks about how Israel is so wicked, but nobody talks about how Palestinian people? But how come everybody that always brings up this subject, they never bring up how Palestinian is reading reading a book that talks about Allah, and and if you look in the Greek Septuagint, uh, Allah means to curse. It's 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 that that book is evil. It's just as evil as the Kabbalah or whatever. You know, it no not one wrong. One wrong, let, me, let me point out something, okay? Um, two wrongs don't make a right. Did you know that when it talks about a false prophet in the Bible, it's never talking about anybody outside of Israel, except for one exception, and, and that's Balaam. It's talking about false prophets within. Did you know that when Christians look at their New Testament and they look at, you know, think about false prophets, they think about New Age gurus and Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff like that. That's not talking about that. It's talking about people in the midst of God's people. It's they're, they're false prophets within, not without. Okay, when it's talking about false prophets in the Bible, it's not talking about Babylonian false prophets. It's not talking about Greek false prophets. It's not talking about Egyptian false prophets. It's talking about Egypt, Israelite false prophets. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when it talks about these wicked people in the book of Psalms, those are Israelites. Now, the reason I'm saying that is that it's the same thing today. In God's, among God's people, the people that come together to praise the name of the Lord, guess what? You have the wicked. Nothing's changed. The wicked are not outside of the church. Uh, according to the Bible, we don't even pay attention to them. We're talking about God's people. The Bible is concerned about God's people. That's what everything is about, it's God's people. And among God's people, you have the wicked. And that's what uh-huh. David's talking about. Oh, dear me. You know, for instance, when he's talking about being persecuted and stuff like that, he's not talking about Philistines. He's talk. I'm talking about in Psalms now, not in you know, like uh, you know, first what I don't know what you know, one of the books that he's historical writings there. Because yeah, he's with the Philistines. I'm talking about the Psalms, and there are exceptions to this, by the way. Because um, some of the psalms refer to those times. Most, most of the time, he's talking about wicked Israelites persecuting him. These are Yahweh worshippers. Understand that? That'll that'll like what? Say, Dave. I said Yahweh worshippers. The wicked. Huh. Wait. Huh. Oh. Christians have a hard time believing that Christians are wicked. Yeah. They're wicked. Okay. Well, the um, the I I came across substantial evidence throughout history that every single time a country ever came across the uh, what you don't call the land of Israel over there that is you would call quote unquote Israel that every single time a country throughout history has ever came across that land 
that came came against that land, uh, something divine uh, type plague happened to uh, that other oppressor. Um, move the uh, Israel a little bit farther uh, north geographically, and what you say has some truth to it. You got your map screwed up there a little bit. Jerusalem? Problem, yeah. Yeah, it's all farther north. Jerusalem? Nazareth? Yeah, that's there's nothing that happened over there. That's all fake. Na- Nazareth, that's that's where the Messiah was born. Yeah, farther north. Oh. That's just a desert there. That's why they it's a mockery. It's not the beautiful land. You know, if you take one of these big, expensive tours over there, you have a strong emotional attachment to believe that's Israel. Whether you're going over there or whether you've already gone, you just refuse to believe it. But there's nobody that's going to prove that that's the, that's the beautiful land because it's inferior land, period. Just It's just... In, and Jerusalem was a seaport. They're lying to you about that. I've talked about this stuff before. I'm just repeating myself. The whole thing's a mockery. It's an inferior desert land. That would be the descendants of Esau would be dwelling there. They were under a curse. If it came between uh, um, statistics, I would say that there's more demons slash jinns, what the Muslims call demons, the jinns. I would say that there's more demons in Palestine and Iraq and stuff than there are in Jerusalem and Nazareth. Run that by me again. I would say if there were statistics to prove it, I would say that there's probably more demons slash jinn in in these other Arab uh parts that don't revolve around Jerusalem and Israel than there are in Israel. That's a complicated subject. Um, that could be true. But it may not be true. So, I mean, how could how could how could Israel be the most wicked land uh, that, what Israel that, are you talking about? The fake Israel over there? Okay, let's just call it that. The fake Israel. How, how can that be the most wicked land in, 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 in the world? The Bible's not calling it the most wicked land. It's calling uh, the ancient Israel, which is farther north, the wicked land. Judea? Yeah. That's right. Okay, you said something that uh, Messiah said that that Judea was more wicked than Sodom and Gomorrah or something along those lines. Yeah, it says that in the book of Ezekiel. Yeah. Well, let's let's ask, let's just step back, okay? Um, what's the greatest crime in redemptive history? <laughs> That's crucifying Christ. Now, you got all these people out there debating whether or not the Jews were responsible for crucifying Christ. You know, if you'd open your Bible, this wouldn't be so complex. All you have oh. to do is go to Acts chapter 4... I've read Roman soldiers. Just go to Acts chapter 4, and it goes into detail 
about who's responsible, and it says that the Jews are responsible for crucifying their own Messiah. It's the greatest heinous act in world history. So their sin sin is qualitatively greater than Sodom. But who nailed them to the cross? It was it was Roman soldiers, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so they they the Jews didn't do that. They didn't nail them to the cross, literally. Not literally. Mm-mm. But doesn't Rome get any fault? Who rejected their Messiah? But they, okay, yes. The Romans the, or the Jews? The Jews, the Yahudim, yeah. That's why they were punished, just because of that. And they crucified what, the Rome? Them Rome didn't get punished? They, they, Everybody they actually... gets punished. You know, that's why people don't like the Bible, because everybody's being punished. I heard that there was one of the biggest earthquakes in yeah, history. Yeah, show me somebody that doesn't get punished. <laughs> Who, who's not getting punished? Everybody's getting punished. Is it true or is it not true that we're all subject to a Genesis 3 curse? Oh, that was easy, wasn't it? Even though Christians are delusional and they're dying now. You can't get away from a Genesis 3 curse. Your body's aging. That's, that's the curse, you see. So we're all being punished, aren't we? Yeah, because the original lifespan, I think, was like 900 or something like that. But now it's only like maybe, what, 130 or something? No, that's uh, the 120 years there uh, in uh, the book of Genesis. That has to do with this. I mean, this is a scholarly view. I'm just agreeing with. That's the span of time before the judgment fell. Uh, Christians don't realize that there's a number of uh, ex- elongated uh, time prophecies. You know, like the 70 weeks. Uh, God spoke to uh, Abraham and says, you know, according to the time of life, which would be nine months, you know, Sarah will have a child. He's basically saying in nine months she's going to give birth. You know, you know China actually has it right. Where America, you understand does, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, God's saying He has these extended time prophecies, and, and that's one of them. 120 years before God's saying is they got mankind has 120 years left. It has nothing to do with lifespan. That's a myth. China actually has it right where America actually has it wrong where where when a baby is born we we say it's zero months you know or it's a newborn it's one one day old you know where China they actually count the life of the baby from when it it's it's seeded in the mom and when so when the baby's born and Say when the baby turns one years old, that baby's one years old in nine months. That's what how they do it. Well, baby is you can say what you want about that, but I, I that's not biblical. The but biblical. that's life. There's well, life in the, the. I know, I know, but the Bible uh, starts with <laughs> the birth of the child from the womb. So, so the uh, that's. That the, the, ba- the baby's alive. That's whole- why it's called being born. That's what you start with, you know. I guess it's all in how you interpret it, right? 
Well, they enter something. They enter the world. Before that, they haven't entered yet. That's where it's start, that's the starting point. You see that? So is the baby in heaven? No, it's in the womb. It's in the womb. Uh, but the womb is a is 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 that a is that like a heavenly place? Is it is there something? It's it's obviously a it's definitely a special place. It's uh, you know, that's where life starts. Mm-hmm. You're trying to say it's so, a type of heaven or something? Yeah, is it a, is it a, is it a type of heaven? A level? I never thought about that. Um, I don't think so. Unless there's something I'm missing. Oh wow, Layla just made up a good uh, good thing. Uh, she said, uh, "Interesting. When I was a Baha'i, when she was in the Baha'i faith, she says that." They called the womb the matrix. Really? Yeah. That it's in one of the Baha'i books that the, that the womb is, they call it the matrix. That's interesting. It was called, referred to as matrix. I'm trying to figure out why they would do that. That is interesting. The coming from the matrix. Interesting. Actually, I need to look up the word matrix. Uh, I don't really. Yeah, because that word is just thrown around out there like a big old cliche, and nobody really like gets to the point of it. Yeah, it's not really well defined. I mean, um, kind of have a nebulous definition in my head, but it's kind of hard to express. <laughs> I always go to dictionary.com. You know, there's a conspiracy to keep gradually changing the meaning of these words, don't you? My my arteries arteries feel clogged after eating that macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, your colon is going to be clogged. No, it's not my colon that I'm feeling all clogged up. It's it's like my heart area. It's, well, that too, but... um, um, the reason that they call yeah. it, uh, you know, glucose is because it forms a glue in your colon. It lines your colon walls. They're actually telling you it's a it's a weapon. It's a weaponized food. It's designed to clog your colon. That's what flour is. They didn't. The Israelites didn't eat that garbage. It forms a glue in your colon, so that even if you take expensive vitamins and minerals, uh, they don't benefit you in any significant level because your your colon is clogged up. It can't get through the intestinal walls. It's so hard to eat eat perfect, though. You know? Well, I don't think even Jesus ate perfect. He ate what was put in front of him for social purposes, you know. Oh. He's not going to say, well, you know, you didn't cook this meal right, and I got higher standards. I'm going have to I'm gonna have to pass on this meal. I mean, he ate what was put before him, man, you know? Oh. He's not so perfect eater. That's the uh, old Christian days. view of the, they make him into, um, you know, the perfect man, and you know he never he never belched, you know, he never had uh, armpit odor. For forty days he fasted. Yeah, what's that got to do with it? 
the reason he stopped is because uh, he was intelligent enough to know that after in a healthy body, after 40 days of fasting, the body starts to consume itself. That's why you break the fast. The traditional period is 40 days. Oh, well, that, you, that you start you, your to body starve. start to consume itself you, within days. Well, you start days. starve. You starve. You don't starve. See, we've been lied to about everything, and uh, you're not starving when you're hungry. Oh, everything is so wrong. It's, it's too late. When you're stuff. starving, you're uh, not hungry. Let me just put hungry. this way: you don't experience true hunger your entire life. You don't even know what that is. You just think that's hunger. Yeah, well, if you I'm don't eat right away, can't you pass out? Now, the reason you're experiencing weakness is because your body's addicted to poison. You need your poison. Food is poison. What it is, it's poison. That's a fact. All food. It's not good to it's not good to fast though. Being an ectomorphous, so can you show me some food that doesn't have chemtrail gunk on it? <laughs> uh, no. It's all poison, and um, your body's addicted to the poison, and it craves the poison. If you go too long without eating your poison, then your body's going to grow weak, like a drug addict, and uh, all processed food is a stimulant and your body is addicted to the stimulant and if you go too long in between meals you'll start to get weak and so when you eat the poison you feel renewed you feel refreshed just like a drug addict and people think that the this anti-food is nourishing them and giving them strength no what it does, it shuts down the detox. Your body is detoxifying. That's what it needs to do. Yeah. And uh, these toxins are rushing into your bloodstream, and that's what makes you feel weak, you see. And so uh, when you start to uh, eat something, it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad, it shuts down the detox, and that's why you, you start to feel strength. And the reason we know this is true is because even if you eat just a fruit meal, it's going to take you an hour to be able to benefit from that food. You have to digest it first before you can get any energy. So you're not getting energy from the food. That's a common you know, folk myth. I mean, these young kids will go, i got to get some energy, go eat McDonald's hamburger, and they eat it and they feel energy. It's because huh. they're, to- they're toxic drug addicts. Huh. Do you understand that there's all... Um, all um, processed food has drugs in it, psychoactive drugs, like in the same classification as Valium. They're called excitotoxins, and they're very small amounts, but they're in all processed food. And there's a great book on this called Excitotoxins, The Taste That Kills. And they're, such, in such, they're in such small amounts that you don't, they're not required to put them on the label Okay, but the problem is there. It's in all the food, and so this is what people eat. So they're eating this food. It's full of dope. That's all they eat. Now, if you if you go about you know three or four hours without getting your dope, you're going to start getting weak. You need to get a fix. 
with a synthetic huh? anti-food. And so um, that's what you're getting is a fix. You're getting new stimulation. You're getting your, your, your drugs, your poisons. Eric told me that uh, the 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 the, uh, the actual root um, extract of pure cane sugar can actually cure cancer and stuff. Well, there's, I wouldn't surprise me. I've never heard of that, but there's all kinds of cures for cancer. It's just uh, there's hundreds and hundreds of cures for cancer. Not cancer so cancer is relatively. If you die of cancer, you're dying of ignorance. Only ignorant people die of cancer. Cancer is relatively easy to uh, cure. And that's why they didn't have people uh, with cancer before the uh, uh, 20th century. It's well, caused by, it's caused, it's caught, we, we know what it's caused by. It's caused by environmental toxins. Get the poisons out of your body, the cancer will go away. Now, if you wait too long, uh, you know, you're staggering around, oh, you know, you've you got to do something before that. It's kind of, of impossible if you got a smart meter on your house. You're you're kind of getting hit hit all the time. You know? Yeah, it it makes it harder, but you can still cure cancer with a smart meter on your house. I don't even. Re- you know, the funny thing is, I don't even feel any effects of the smart meter. It That's wasn't because until your I re- body adapts to it. It wasn't body until adapts I realized- to everything, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Your body will adapt to it. It could be the organ that's in here. Yeah. I, See, I, this is why when they install these uh, smart meters, people get sick initially. Yeah. They re- have horrible reactions, but then they start to adjust to it. Their body yeah, will adjust to it. I don't feel, I feel like, you know. Look the what happens is, when you smoke a cigarette for the first time. Yeah. And then what happens? The body adjusts. This is true for all poisons. The body yeah. adjusts. Yeah. The, uh. It wasn't until I noticed that I had a smart meter that I started to feel nauseous. Well, if you come up with some kind of plan to deal with the smart meter, I mean, if you got something on it, like a neodymium magnet or a piece of organite or something, you got to do something, man. You can't put anything on there that the electrical company is going to. Okay, what you, know, you need to do is you need to uh, put a smart meter and put, like, you know, protect yourself, um, put, like, organite, and start doing some research. I talked about that in that show, the smart if meter. Organ- if you put anything on there that will substantially lower your bill, they will target you and say you are stealing electricity. You have to be careful. Yeah, if you put organite on it, um, it can lower your bill because it um, it's ultimately all energy, just like even the carburetor and stuff like that on your you know in your car. Everything, but organite will uh, also mag, you know magnet therapy. It'll start working more efficiently. You have to be careful though with that. You have to tread tread lightly. Yeah, but, you know, there's people out there. You you got the power of Google. There's people out there. I, I put a link to a couple of really good websites in the show notes for that smart meter weapons podcast we did. Yeah. Um, there's, there's people out there doing what you can do, you know, the best thing. you got to do something. They're they're doing something. So I would go research and see what creative people are doing to deal with this problem. Yeah. Also, I've noticed that God always leaves you an out. 
The Illuminati do too, because um, the Illuminati, they protect the lower Illuminati. That's why we have health food stores for lower Illuminati. Uh-huh. They need to have healthy food. They don't want the Christians going in there. That's why Christians are so unhealthy looking. They just assume, well, God's protecting me. Uh, it doesn't look like it, buddy. It's like you're an obese hunk of junk. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> Everything's well I've, I've seen all different classes of people going in food co-ops. Um, here's the thing. Um, there's too many gays in there, and there's too many New Agers in there, yeah. and there's a disproportionate number of Christians who are not going there for some mysterious reasons. Yeah. Why are gays and New Agers uh, so interested in health, but Christians are not? They just assume that God's protecting them, apparently. Everything will be fine. Well, probably because uh, Christians call gays dirty and stuff like that. So well, there's an easy like... way to prove this. When you yeah. uh, walk around the town that you live in, they'll have yeah. these free, they'll have these free magazines laying around, you know, like you know, entertainment. Like we got like Tacoma Weekly, and uh, you will see like New Age type magazines. You'll see gay magazines, and you go to the back of these magazines. And they'll have all this stuff about alternative health. It's like, uh-huh. oh, wonderful. Oh, wow, you know. Okay, now pick up pick up a Christian magazine. You know how uh-huh. many Christian magazines I've seen with alternative health in the back? You know how many? None. None. Uh-huh. And what does that tell you? Remember, you know who runs those magazines, don't you? Illuminati. Uh-huh. See, that would explain why. There's nothing in there to, to benefit Christians. Oh, you need to go to your doctor. You know, and they'll advertise, make sure you get your vaccine. You know. Yeah. Yeah, the Christian magazines, you see. <laughs> That's unbelievable, man. Huh. Uh, oh, man. Everything is hmm. so screwed up, man. It's depressing, you know, I... You just got to take care of yourself, and uh, it's depressing to see Christians just um, systematically destroying themselves because of lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have any knowledge. The pastors don't have any knowledge. They look to the pastors, you see. They don't have any knowledge about... Do the pastors have any knowledge about alternative health? It's, no. Well, no, they, they don't. They don't. That's dangerous. That's if you go in... And you go in with knowledge, and a pastor sees that. Oh, yes. That, he abuses the threat. That's bad. Most of them. Most of them. Not all of them, but most of them will view it as a, th- view as a threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or what? What's supposed to be happening is a, is a pastor is supposed to be scanning his congregation and looking for giftings. Uh-huh. And then his job is to take these gifted people and maximize their gifts so the rest of the congregation can benefit. Uh-huh. See that? That's what's supposed to happen. But actually, what happens a lot of times is the people that have these gifts, everything is shut down. Yeah. I mean, example after example. I mean, if you go to like a Calvinist church, if you have one of these sign gifts, 
And it's very difficult for that kind of thing to function there. So what happens is that these people who have these gifts, they gravitate to, they leave the churches that have the good foundational Bible teaching, and they go to the Pentecostal churches because they want to, to utilize their gifts. And uh, sometimes God will do that kind of thing. But generally, it's not a good idea to leave uh, a church with good Bible teaching just because you have a certain gift. Oh, they, they get caught up in the kundalini. Well, that's like, like say, you, say you can speak in tongues. I believe that kind of thing. Is that yeah. There's too many people that will leave uh, a good church with good teaching so they can go hang out with the tongue speakers. Yeah. That's not, that's less important. You know, because see, what's, what is more important? Truth. Not, not tongue speaking. Truth. Remember yeah. truth? Yeah. Truth is what the church seems to be unconcerned about today. Truth and knowledge. They forgot, I mean, it sounds crazy. Well, of course this truth is important, but they act as if truth is not important. It's absolutely amazing. Well... I mean, it's self-evident that truth is important, right? I mean, everybody knows that, but they act as if it's not. Yeah. The Illuminati is not really a big concern when it comes to most Christian churches. They're worried about... They don't believe in Illuminati. They're worried about the Illuminati. They don't believe in Illuminati. They're not worried about the Illuminati. They're worried about Satan attacking their life. Uh, most Christians are not really worried about anything in the spiritual world. They're not worried about demons. Not worried about Satan. Well, that's they're, true. They're I materialistic mean, people. I've said this. I've been saying this a lot, really. That they, they, they don't think about spiritual things. Or I, I know that sounds crazy. They're materialistic people, and they're just less materialistic than other materialistic people. Yeah, I've see, I've seen license plates before where people rock these license plates. It says, God is good. And they say, God is good, God is good, God is good all the time. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. North Carolina's got a new license plate now. First in freedom. What? Uh, Layla, she's got to renew her registration for... uh, her property tax for her vehicle mm-hmm. once a year through DMV, and uh, well, they they offered her a new license plate free of charge. They got two license plates. One is uh, first in flight, which I guess they really weren't the first in flight, from what I gather. Oh, the Wright brothers. Yeah. Of course they weren't. You know how we know that. And then the uh, newer. Go to Google. Go to uh-huh. Google and put the, put 1897, uh-huh. and then put flying, <laughs> and he will talk about these stories about these um, heavier than aircraft that traveled all around America, and they they wrote stories about them in big newspapers like you know San Francisco Monitor or something like that. Yeah, they were seen all over America. This was 1897. Look it up. I mean, there's still, you can go look it up in the, if you can go find the newspapers, you know, like a big large library, they're still there. Then they had the, uh, 
Now they have a new license plate that's called First and Freedom, North Carolina. So you're talking about Kitty Hawk in uh, North Carolina. That's what you're talking about, the Wright Brothers? Yeah. That was like six or seven years later. They have a 1903, 1902. They have a new license plate called First and Freedom. I thought that happened in Massachusetts. Freedom. There's no freedom. No, freedom, freedom, the illusion of freedom took place in Massachusetts. Pseudo freedom. Pseudo. Pseudo freedom. Fake, fake freedom. I've been talking about enslavement of the mind lately, and so uh, show me an American whose mind is not enslaved, and uh, I'm going to tell you that the uh, discussion of that person being free is laughable. Wait, there was a certain extent of freedom for a certain amount of time or whatever, because wasn't now, the, the first thing, talking listen, about... Listen, Channing, the first thing... Apart, you got to be spiritually free. So let's just set that aside. We're talking about everybody, okay? The most important thing to be free of, apart from your spirit, is your mind, right? If your mind yeah. is enslaved, nothing else really matters. But these people's minds are—they're totally enslaved. What so you're, think, you're thinking of externals. You're thinking about, you know, all these privileges that we supposedly have in the society. We don't. All we have is temporal privileges. We don't have any freedoms or rights. It might as well be equal to freedom. Yeah. Well, it's been proven over and over again that they don't like you. They'll uh, completely and utterly destroy you and uh, actually disappear you. They were doing this kind of stuff in the 19th century. They'll wipe you off the face of the map as if you never existed. They've done this to people. What year was it that the... Uh, they don't do it very often, apparently. What year was it in America that police officers were invented? What's that? What year was it in America that uh, invent, uh, officers were invented? I don't know. Oh, because... Wouldn't the founding fathers say that they was like the standing army? Because isn't that what martial law is all about? Like, you know, they talk about the founding fathers talk about a standing army that we have to be careful about the standing army. They did the have some. Fathers? The founding the Satanists? Fa <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the founding Satanists? So you don't think that there's any sensibility in the Bill of Rights? There's no... That's just a... Look at... The first three letters in the Constitution tells you all you need to know about that stuff. I, well, you can't just go off that. That's That's just a hunch. No, I'm just... It's a good place to start. There's no document that you can appeal to to say that you have any rights. You're a slave. You either get it or you don't. It's People don't want to believe that, so they don't they don't believe it. I don't want to believe that. God made us slaves, Channing. And the big truth is, I was talking to this on Johnny's show, is that uh, 
the period of time that we're living in is, is a historical type of of Egypt, God's people being in bondage in Egypt. There's going to be an exodus. God repeats things, and he's doing this right now. And this is the esoteric reason. We'll be talking about this more. I why, can't they even... are, why they are portraying Obama as an Egyptian pharaoh. This is the oh, esoteric reason, because he's, he's going to be fiction. ruling when this new Elijah comes. You know, let my people go, the new Moses. That's this not, is why they're doing this. That's not fiction. He he really is Pharaoh Anakin. No, like that's a bunch conspiracies, of conspiracies say. Because why does he have scars on the back of his head? And even the news has talked about this several times about I'm talking about this theory that I'm talking about this theory that he's the he's the clone of this Egyptian yeah. Pharaoh. Yeah, but okay. there's no way to prove that kind of stuff. Well, the, the theory is that the scars on the back of his head that the news has talked about, the news has talked about, several newscasts all talked about. What are these scars on the back of his head? They, they, they could have been. It could have been an operation to cover his elongated skull because that's what Pharaoh Nakam would have had is an elongated skull. Uh, that's their propaganda that people like Freeman put out. Unless if you believe that it's something to do with putting the brain chip in there or something. Okay. Remember on the show earlier on Block Talk Radio, I said that they do things for an exoteric and an esoteric purpose. The exoteric purpose is to try to convince you that he's descended from the pharaohs and all this stuff. The esoteric purpose is that he is um, he plays the role of a pharaoh in the future. It has nothing to do with any of this conspiracy garbage that they throw out there. Uh it's esoteric, and he has that role. This is why he's the 44th president, and Israel had uh, 44 kings. They're telling you that he's the last, and this is why the number 45 is associated with the Davidic king. We know that now. The number 44 is associated with Obama. I, I mean, I agree to disagree. Because You're saying there's going to be an exodus? And it's all going to all be played over again. Well, I, yeah, I mean... I agree, you haven't thought yeah. about this before. This is, a, this is something new for you. But you never thought this about... Is why the they're, this is why they're portraying him as a pharaoh. It's not because he's descended from a literal pharaoh. It's because he's going to play the role of the pharaoh. See, it's always... some. It's a magician's trick. It's always deeper, deeper, deeper than the YouTube video. But they you don't can't get actually, it. They, um, they're stuck on the outer rind. You can't actually imagine and fathom that he isn't uh, just a well. Let me a, a put this way: just repeat it. Joe Schmo. This, the theory that he is descended from the uh, you know, DNA or a clone or whatever from uh, Pharaoh, the Illuminati put that stuff out there for to get it. They want it out there circulating. They think it's humorous. Well, okay, it's a so bunch you, of it's pure garbage. Nonetheless, you, you. None, nonetheless. Nonetheless, you just said. Nonetheless, you just said he's going to play the role, so it wouldn't matter. Um, I'm not prophesying, but that's what the evidence indicates. Yeah. When look at they. Another thing that I said, you know, that wasn't a very good show that Johnny and I did. It was kind of crummy, but I did say some interesting things on there. Just let's just set God aside. Uh, it's a it's a problem when you set God aside because God's involved with everything. Okay, let's you just said, set God aside. Okay, you ready? Watch what happens. 
I'm just telling you flat out that I I need to say this more often, but um, there is not a nation in the history of the world that is a better type, historical type, of Israel than America. You'd be surprised that I would say that. And you could make it, there's a lot of arguments for this, okay? Now, the Illuminati knew this. We are the diaspora nation. We're the greatest diaspora nation in the history of the world where God brings his people. He brought them to America more than any other place, okay? And um, this is where this end-time drama is going to get played out because this is where God's people are at. And the Illuminati, they know all this stuff, you see. They know they, they know everything, okay? And this is why they gave us 44 presidents, because we're a type of Israel. And that's why I said set God aside, because obviously God is the one that gave us America 44 presidents. But when he did that, he worked through the Illuminati. They you know said, all about um, this. They know all about said, it. You, you said mo- mo- most of your views line up with a lot of Freeman Fly's views. No. Um, if I said something like that, that's a very qualified statement. Um, what I would like you to do is try to focus less and less on this fake Israel over there and look at America more and more as Israel. We're Israel more than they are. If there's an Israel, we are. See, Israel right now is scattered. There's no geographical, but if there was, it would actually be America. It would actually be America. And America is the country that starts off good and goes bad and is judged by God, just like Judah in the first century. It all happens again right here. We, we, we get the wrath of God more than any other country. I can't be part of that I hate Israel crowd, though. That Israel over there, just ignore it. It's a magician's trick. Don't pay attention to it. They want you to pay attention to it? I'm just telling you, just ignore it. It's not important. It has no importance. Oh, it has no importance when it when it gets blown. It's just a little manufactured fake country to distract you with a magician's wand. That's all it is. And if it gets blown by smithereen by Iran, then... They have a little drum, and they keep banging it every day, and that's what you're attracted to, that, that drum beat. The media. The media said this, the story. The story about this, story about that, story about this. Ignore it all. It's not important. But, the, but what about the fact that they ride around in their in their cars and they get rocks thrown at them? And a lot of that stuff is it's, it doesn't even happen. They're just manufactured stories. It's been proven over and over again. These stories that they they make about the Philistines did this and all. It's just a bunch of pure, pure garbage. They just and make it up. The, it's make the it same up. way. It's the same way for the other for the Gaza too. They're making up a lot of. Stuff too, but against Israel. Or well, hold it now. The stories are manufactured by Illuminati. They're putting out through, like you know, like the uh, outlets, like the Associated Press. So it, it all flows through those outlets. Everything is under control. I mean, as usual, it's all under control. Jenny, relax. <laughs> they got it all under control. Netanyahu, he's he's nobody. He's got the he's got Yahoo in his name. Most of the prophets back then had the name Yahoo at the end of their name. 
You think he's a good actor? Um, yeah. Grade, uh, grade B actor? Or C plus? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know. That's all he is, you know, is an actor. He's pretending he to be a politician. He can't be as wicked as, as, as the Obama. Well, he's a Satanist. He has to be a Satanist in order to be in a position that high. Well, if you're a Satanist, you're wicked. So you're talking about, is this Satanist uh, more wicked than that Satanist? <laughs> yeah, I I get it. It's like a war between, you know, Luciferians and Satanists, yeah. Yeah. I guess um, I call it that. Well, we should probably get going. This is enough Satanism for one night. <clears throat> We're going to oh, scare well, Layla and she's going to have nightmares. No. <laughs> you know, I never get nightmares. I've been asking her if she gets dreams and she says no dreams. Well, the theory is is that we all dream, but only some of um, the gifted, the people that are more gifted remember the dreams. I've been having dreams about FEMA camps. Um, okay. You know, there's what's called mass dreaming. Uh, I've talked about before. And, I mean, Christians don't believe in this kind of thing. But uh, people were having uh, mass dreaming of World War II and uh, these concentration camps in the 1930s before it all happened. It's all well documented. And that shows you, and of course, Christians will go, that was just a bunch of demons. You see, they blame everything on a demon. Because they don't believe that man has these, um, you know, these qualities, whatever you want to call them. We don't really have the right words. They psychic abilities. That doesn't sound right, does it? The, the no. English language is not very descriptive. They don't give us the proper words, you see. So it's like, no matter what word you use, Christians will go, that sounds new age, you see. So what what do you call them, you know? We have these abilities, and uh, we've mostly lost them. But it's not all a demon, you know? There's ways to prove this kind of stuff, but... When I was talking about that Bible verse about who will rise up for me against the workers of lawlessness, Psalms, there's 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 got to be um there's got to be a, a certain uh, section out there that you know there's got to be a short victory, you know is just what is it just uh, from here on out it's just people Chris, Christians are just okay I mean, I'll just say it right now. Uh, the only victories until the restoration of Israel are spiritual victories. There's no physical victories. There's nothing. There's nothing. People don't want to believe that, so they will immediately shut that down and refuse to accept it. But that's the truth. God doesn't allow anything. We're under a curse because of Israel's sins. We have to suffer because of the sins of our forefathers. We're under a corporate judgment. 
And uh, God's not going to lift that curse until Israel's restored. And that's when God returns to us with his favor, and that's when we get blessed. God blesses people individually, spiritually. But there's nothing significant. We're all slaves. First of all, you know, show me a free man. You show, I, I, you know, from from now until the end of your life, before Israel is restored, I want you to show me someone that's free. Okay, because there is nobody. Starts with that. Did God free you? Nope. I'm not talking about spiritual freedom. Everybody, even the Illuminati, they're all slaves too, man. No matter how high you are, you're a slave. The Satan. Doesn't matter how much power, how much money. They're all slaves. They have to obey or they'll be punished. Any questions? <laughs> Did you drop out? No, I'm here. So in, in, in close, there's um, uh, America is in trouble. America is in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be true. I guess just I heard from one of my Jewish friends that she says that she studied the the scriptures and she says that there's a short victory that the that this that America no. will have. Uh no. Nope. See, you know, you're talking about these uh victories like in wars. Those are all manufactured, too. Those are fake. That's probably for another night. Because, see, the wars themselves are fake. Look, if you have a fake war, you don't have a genuine victory. You have uh, fake wars because they're fought with fake weapons. Understand that? Yeah. The weapons are all outdated. Tesla had a death ray. All it takes is one uh, man in white lab coat um, behind an etheric shield where he can protect himself from everybody else, any threat. And uh, and all he has to do is push the red button. That's that's the new war. They don't want to talk about that. Everything else. That's why I'm starting to get the picture that you know. This whole militia stuff or whatever is just a hogwash. Of course it is. That's to give the people false hope. They always, always, always give the people false hope. Hope in this. Hope in that. Oh, here's a new hope. Oh, that's what Donald Trump is, by the way. False hope. You see, get yourself all whipped up. It all come to nothing as usual. There's not enough proof, though, with... To prove that Donald Trump is is the uh, you know part of the enemy, you know, not not for the people. He's there's not enough evidence. Not enough evidence. Huh? Um, what you have to do is figure out that we live in a system of control, and that makes it very simple. 
whoever is out there that the controlled uh, n- news network is paying attention to, he's one of them because they don't. Do not, they do not. If you're not one of them, they just simply ignore you. They don't. They don't publicize you. You know, you know what I mean? They don't even bother to stir up controversy. They don't want you to think about this person. You're just ignored. So the fact that you know he's being promoted, whether for good or bad, he's one of them. They he's want you to think about a lot. Ask ask yourself this question: Does the forget about whether the media is saying something good or bad about Donald Trump? Ask yourself this question: Does the media want you to think about Donald Trump? That's all you need to know. Yes, they do. They're constantly. Donald Trump said this. Donald Trump said that. Did you hear what how such and such reacted to Donald Trump said last night? See, they're stimulating manufacturing controversy in order to create interest because politics is boring and stupid. And uh, everybody knows that except for people that are on mind control. Because it's self-evident. Because they tell all these lies. And what, what happens four years later? They come back and tell you more lies. And you're supposed to be stupid enough to uh, follow along, like this has some kind of validity? Come on. You know what I mean? You're supposed to have a short term memory, you know? That's pretty short term memory. A show on a two hour show on politics? That's That's probably the least subject that I would be interested in. That's yeah, we've talked about that. I've talked about that before. Yeah, it's just I, yeah. I just don't believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Unless I can really talk about you know what I feel. Um, oh, uh, you can talk about what you feel. You have freedom of speech. Uh, you're not gonna like it though. Well, I just you know I know that you do have a, a sense of rationality. You know, you know the fact is is that uh, young people. Look for hope. Now, if you if you watch if you watch people age, you'll notice that decade decade by decade they smile less. But you know what's actually happening to people as they age? They're losing hope. People don't talk about this, but this this is actually true. You see, when you are young and naive, like a twelve year old girl. Uh, thanks to Disney and all this uh, delusional uh, media they put out there, these young girls are actually fantasizing about being whisked away by, you know, Prince Charming on a white horse. And, you know, they start to, their reality starts to crash after a while, and they stop hoping in that yep. kind of stuff. Now, that's an example. There's all kinds of examples of this. You you, you, you know, you hope for the best, and your your, your dreams get crashed by this, by this world. And people become, you know, like bitter. You know, let's say another one. Okay, the American dream. There's no American dream. First of all, there never was. That was all manufactured too. That was all based on materialism, the joy of materialism. That you, you can create. See, money cannot make you happy. You see, somebody said, but Dave, there, it's tr- that's not true. There was an American dream. No, that's all based on materialism making you happy. See, the whole foundation is faulty. See, it was never true in the first. That was something they rolled out there to seduce people. And now they've even taken that away. 
But see, young people, they want to believe that they can, you know, duplicate their parents, and very few of them do, you know. But you've got everything stacked against you, just trying to become a homeowner. and It's just unbelievable, you know. And this is I, not a good time to be raising children either. I, There's I'm problems everywhere. Away. And what are you supposed to do? Because, see, in, in the uh, ancient world, marriage equates with uh, childbearing. You, you don't get married and, and decide whether you're going to have children. They didn't do that in the ancient world. If you're going to get married, you're going to have children. See, we are arrogant. We go, oh, we'll get married. and Should we have children? I think we'll wait 10 years, you know. Because everything's artificial. They don't allow God to open and close the womb. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to play the role of God. We're going to take a drug from the Illuminati. Because that's what it is, a drug from the Illuminati. Okay? To temporarily sterilize you. And it's designed to make women sterile. And this is why they can't have children later. And they go, what went what, what wrong? If you were educated, you would know that. Um... There's a dual purpose uh, with the pill, and one of the purposes is to sterilize you so you can't have children ever. And it also gives you cancer, uh, breast I've cancer, because it streams up your, short, your estrogen. What's that? I've got to cut this short. I've okay, gotta... well, yeah, let's shut it down, man. This is... We'll right. talk more about the sad reality. Yeah, <laughs> I call it the awful reality. It's... It's it going to be awful. this way until Israel's restored. That's when God's um, people rejoice. Yeah. Until then, we're pilgrims, and uh, we got to accept our lot in life. We're under the punishment of God. And there's nothing we can do about it any more than Jer- Jeremiah couldn't escape the punishment of God and, and limitations. We can't escape it either. You just try to make the best of it, and um, with the lot that that, that we have. Uh, like I talked about earlier, you know, everybody wants to paint the world the brighter place, man. Yeah, well, it can put someone into depression, you know, the awful reality. Would you say, yeah. wouldn't you say that that's not a good thing to put someone in an awful reality? Uh, I've talked about before that um, when you deprogram somebody, you have to do it gently and slowly. Gently, uh, yeah. As you can crush people with yeah, the truth. Slowly. Mm hmm. But the, you know, when I have put a podcast out there, I've, I've 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 done that overly, and I have to just put the truth out there in hope that God will bring people to me that He's prepared that can handle the hard truth, because very few people yeah. can handle this kind of talk. Can't oh. handle it. Yes. Okay, man. Let's go. All right. Yeah. I think I'll upload this in room two. Someone might find it amusing. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care, Channing. Sure. Yeah, bye.